Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's episode of the No Wellness Wankery Podcast. I am your co-host, Lindy Cohen, dietitian and nutritionist, and I'm joined by the very lovely, very likable, by the way. I know you haven't met her, but she's very lovely and likable. <laughs> very likable. <laughs> Jenna Denise. Hello, everybody. Yes, my name is Jenna, and I join Lindy each week to just wade our way through the wellness world and kind of decipher things so you can have a little bit more clarity. And today, huge topic. Everyone is the big thing people come to Lindy and say all the time, Lindy, help me. I can't stop eating when I'm bored. And I think this is a big one for me as well. So I'd love to know what we should be doing. Especially since lockdowns, especially since people have started working at home more, there's this sense of, well, I have a break, so I'll just walk over to the kitchen and I'll get something. And then I feel really guilty about this behavior of this kind of like this mindless eating. And I feel like I know I'm not hungry. I know I'm just bored and I'm doing it. Why am I doing it? Please help me. What do we do about this? But you have an interesting theory about this. Yes. So For me personally, I used to eat a lot when I was bored because I was obsessed with food. So whenever anything wasn't stimulating me, whenever anything wasn't around, whenever I was by myself, whenever I didn't have an activity, because my default was to think about food, I instantly wanted food. So I've found since working through intuitive eating and just not being as obsessed with food, I stop eating as much when I'm bored because I'm not thinking about it as much. That's what I've found has been super helpful. It's not like my default thought. I'll back that up and and say I used to do a lot of boredom meeting as well and I don't do boredom meeting at at all, I want to say. No, I don't think I do any boredom meeting. I wait, you know, sometimes- If I'm hungry, I eat. Yeah. Or sometimes something's really tasty and I want something. I think yes. that's a different thing though. This is what we're talking about is that just like I need something to do. So I go get a handful of nuts or whatever it is. And I think, I think this is a very valid feedback that, that something, someone, someone wrote to me inside my Keep It Real program that I think is really useful. Um, and what she wrote is I signed up to your Keep It Real program a few days ago and I've read your book and all that kind of jazz. And I just like to say that I was at home all day on my own and yet I didn't reach in the cupboard or go searching for food like I would have in the past. I actually turned in my into my hunger cues and ate when I felt hungry. In the past, I would get bored and I would get up no matter what I was doing and go for food many times during the day. So your content is already helping me start to tune in with my body and I'm so grateful. I can't wait to see what other progress I make while working through the program and book. And the reason for sharing that with you is just to reiterate that you might think, okay, well, I need to employ more control in my life. I need to, you know, remove all these foods from the house. I need to change things drastically. I need to set meal times on when I'm allowed to eat. There's this gut reaction to try and create more control. And what we actually need to do is get more intuitive and reduce some of the diet noise that's that's making it really compelling for us to go and do this boredom eating. So for those who are boredom eating, what do we think step one? Well, I also think beyond the obsession, which I certainly think is a huge contributor to boredom eating and the primary one, there's also conditioning. So the habits we have around food. So um, for example, it's very common to have a conditioned response to eating in front of the TV and eating. Or no, no, sorry, watching TV and eating. So it's almost like when you turn on your favorite TV show, your brain starts to condition that as going, well, this is when I normally eat and therefore I now feel like eating. Have you ever heard about Pavlov's dogs? This is that that classic experiment where a Russian scientist hundreds of years ago noticed that every time he rang his bell, 
to feed his dogs that come running. They already knew that food was on its way. And then he noticed, well, even if I didn't feed them and I just rang the bell, they would start salivating already, which is just a sign that their body had already started going the first stage of digestion simply by hearing the bell. And so you flicking on that TV is very similar to you salivating like Pavlov's dogs. We've conditioned ourselves that this is when we do this, we eat regardless of our hunger. And so it's just a really nice thing to become mindful of is what are your patterns around conditioning? Is it when you, a certain time of the morning where you kind of go, oh, this is normally where I feel like I get a bit foggy. My brain gets a bit foggy and this is when I go eat or I sit down on my laptop and I like to have, you know, a certain number of things around me so I can function. When I go to pick the kids up from school in the afternoon, I like to have something to munch. What is it that could just be a learned habit where you're going to go, I know I'm not hungry, but this is just something that I feel I'm automatically doing. And the first step is just to become mindful of this and kind of go, okay, the, you know, the big difference between mindless boredom eating and and mindful boredom eating is, is humongous. So let's first become aware of it. Because I know a part of me, like I, at some points in the morning at work, I just want to go and get a coffee. I don't really feel like a coffee. I don't really need a coffee. It's just this habit of I want to go and get one. And then I've I've very much to your point just then, I found myself in the last few weeks drinking it, being like, why am I drinking this? <laughs> I don't really feel like this, but I'm just so conditioned to want to go for a walk out of the office and want to stretch my legs. So it's like, if I don't want a coffee, I can also just go for a walk and come back. It's really nice to ask yourself those questions and to start to become aware of it. And I think what you said just then really pinpoints, it's kind of the the, the crux of it all, is you're like, I don't really feel like it. This is very different from, I shouldn't be doing this. Yeah. So, so different. So it's not, I'm boredom eating, I need to stop boredom eating. It's a, I don't know if I really need this anymore. Like this is not bringing me joy. I'm just doing it because I am. What if I tried something else? And I think understanding the motivation behind wanting to change, we can't come from a place of, I need to control my weight. I need to lose weight. I need to try and be healthier. This is really bad for me. I need to fix my boredom eating. It doesn't really work that way. You have to go, I don't really know if I enjoy this habit. I don't know if I like how it makes me feel. I think I'd like to feel a different way. And it has to kind of come from that source of motivation. So even just noticing habits, looking at your day, seeing where things pop up, is step one. And noticing the judgment you're applying to that. You know, you know, you didn't go, oh, I'm an awful person for needing to go get that coffee. I know, but then I, again, because it's, is it like intrinsic and extrinsic? Like I know my psychologist is like, you shouldn't drink that much coffee if it makes you so anxious. And I know that it does. But again, her telling me that, I'm like, oh, but I want it. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like I've got to come to a place of like, it doesn't make me feel good and I don't really want to do it anymore as opposed to all advice needs to come from you actually wanting to do it. Yeah, it absolutely does. And once you've got that solid motivation of decision, choice, as opposed to feeling like it's something that you should do, you, you'd be amazed how quickly or how easily things start to come. Uh, I think that's the other thing is with boredom eating, I think there's a temptation to be like, well, I'm going to make a change and then it's going to happen overnight that I'm going to go from someone who is doing lots of boredom eating to no longer boredom eating. And I don't think that's the way it goes. For me, I used to do a lot of boredom eating and I don't anymore. And it's a very slow process of now no longer doing those things. You're going to still eat when you're bored for no reason. 
And I think eat when you're hungry can't just become another food rule. No, because there's a million reasons sometimes we feel like eating that aren't just hunger and that's okay. Totally. It's, you know, sometimes things are just delicious. Like I'm not hungry, but I'm going to eat right now. The, The difference is, can we be aware that we're doing it? That's a huge one. And I think the difference is also, can we have all different forms of eating without attaching guilt and shame to them? If you randomly eat one day when you're a bit bored and you don't feel horrific afterwards... It's not the end of the world. <laughs> Don't make it into a big deal. No. Move on with your life. Making it into a big deal almost perpetuates it and keeps that cycle going. The other thing I found very useful, which um, it's just talking about like the reorganizing of your pantry a little bit. I have a drawer, and I've talked about this before in the podcast. I have a drawer in my pantry, my snack drawer. This is just where I keep the snacks because when I go, I don't know what to eat. You know, whether I'm bored or whether I'm hungry and I open up that cupboard, I want to see options. I want to see, I don't want to feel, oh, there's nothing to eat. And then I just end up eating chocolate because that's, you know, sometimes that is what ends up happening just because I'm, I don't feel like I have the options in front of me, but then I go, oh, I've got these little, this little trail mix thing that I really like. I've got these nice little crackers that I really like. I've got my options. They're all corralled in one spot, which is so different from, I think, diet advice, which is like hide all these things and, you know. Make sure you don't have access to these things. We need to make it easy for us to to have these options ready to go. And so I put them all together. In your fridge, you can do the same thing, whether it's like yogurts and, you know, your bread and your avocado if you keep your bread in the fridge. (laughs) Some people do. And, you know, and whether or not your fruit, I mean, if you find that you don't end up eating fruit, perhaps it's because you're buying boring fruit and I urge you to get better fruit. Even if you end up spending a little bit more money, fruit you that can, you enjoy. If you're going to eat it, it's better than the 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 apple that was cheap, but you never, never gets eaten. <laughs> <laughs> and then maybe you don't keep your fruit in the crisper. Maybe you keep your fruit out where you can see it, because if it gets sad and moldy in the crisper, then it's not doing its job keeping things crisp. And it's better that you actually eat it or and- cut it up the day that you buy it. All sometimes that helps me a lot. If I like buy this big bit of watermelon and I never cut it up. It's like, oh, I'm never going to eat it. Yeah, exactly. It's going to be cut up. Um, just before we're between this um, podcast recording, Jenna and I cut up some fruit and there's something very valuable in cutting up fruit. It makes it feel a lot more enjoyable. I can't explain the science behind it. It just is a thing. It just does. <laughs> Try it. Um, is there anything else you want to say about this? Because I just want to end on this idea of intuitive eating and coming back to this idea of if you don't know much about intuitive eating, I would love you to start to understand listening to your hunger, hunger scale. It's something I talk about in a lot of my, I mean, whether it's my Keep It Real program, my Back to Basics app, and in my book, Your Weight is Not the Problem, teaching you how to listen to your appetite, reminding yourself that anytime you are hungry, you can eat. And I think that's the kind of thing where you feel that temptation to go, oh, I feel like eating something. I said, just go, you know what, we'll just wait till we get hungry and then we'll eat something. And sometimes that works and sometimes it doesn't, but it mostly does because there's trust and knowledge that anytime I want food, I can eat as much as I need to feel satisfied. I can eat whatever I need to feel satisfied. And there's something very calming about that. So you don't feel that constant need to reach into the pantry. This is it. I hope this episode has been really helpful for you. I've enjoyed sharing it with you. Thanks for joining us. And I hope you have very good luck with your boredom eating. If you like this podcast, I would love you to tell your friends about it. I just go, you know what, if, especially if they're kind of on the diet trade and you're like, I don't know how to gently nudge them into a direction where they can maybe 
do less of the diet nonsense. Just flick them a text with an episode link. It's a fun name, No Wellness Wanker. I'm sure they'll get a giggle out of yeah. that anyway. Um, and of course, you can rate rate us on wherever you listen to your podcast. A five-star review would be immensely helpful in helping us beat diet wellness wankery and drowning out the noise. Thanks for listening. Hey, I've got a question for you. Does binge eating feel like your dirty secret? And are you sick of trying to be good, but falling off the bandwagon and losing control around food? If so, I can help. Binge Free Academy teaches you how to beat binge eating and feel in control around food giving you doable evidence-based strategies. You'll get lifetime access to 30 practical step-by-step video lessons, 12 group coaching calls with me, and become part of my Binge Free Academy community for life. As a recovered binge eater, I get it. I know there's no quick fix or one-stop shop for binge eating. And so that's why I want to give you the ongoing support and care you need and deserve. And I'm so confident it will help you that I'm offering you a 30-day money-back guarantee. So no risk or reward. You can take control over your food and your life. And I think it's the best investment you'll ever make towards reclaiming your life, your health, and your happiness. To learn more about Binge Free Academy, you can click the link in the show notes or go to lindycohen.com slash binge-free-academy.